Hey there, and welcome to the If She Did It podcast. I'm your host, Becky Fagan, a social media and business growth coach helping aspiring and new entrepreneurs kickstart their business and master Instagram marketing. In these episodes, we'll be talking all things entrepreneurship and social media marketing as a whole. You'll leave every episode energized and ready to bring yourself and your business to the next level. Welcome back to the If She Did It podcast. I am so excited for this week's episode, like really super excited um, because this episode is with Chelsea Hester, who was one of my very first coaching clients back when I was strictly coaching on Instagram marketing. And she has come so far and I've had such a fun time watching her grow as a business and just as like a woman. And she is amazing and she has some really valuable information to share with you all around um, health and wellness and and just like the way that you view your body. And she has just some really, really awesome insight and looks at things in such a special and different way. And I'm so excited to share this with you and for you to get a peek into what she does because um, there's some really great value here. And I also love being able to bring in guests to this podcast that aren't just business related because I want to inspire you. And sometimes inspiring you includes showing you that you can have a successful business without being a business coach. Um, Chelsea is killing it. She has, like I said, such amazing values, so much to share with you. And I just really want to dive right into the episode. So sit back, relax, and really just enjoy this. Welcome to the podcast, Chelsea. Hi, Becky. So happy to be here. So happy to have you here. So we're going to start out this conversation by you telling us your story. So I want to know what made you decide to start a business? Um, And of course, like, tell us what you do and everything like that. Yeah, absolutely. So what made me decide to start a business um, came from recognizing there was, it was twofold. I recognized that there was a lack in, um, in the industry of what I do, which I'll get to in a minute there. I noticed there was a lack. And so I wanted to fill that void. And also it came from my own skill set and my drive and my passions for wanting to, um, kind of, so my degree is in, I have a master's in clinical mental health counseling, and I specialized in working with eating disorders. When I transferred states from where I got my graduate degree to now where I live in South Carolina, I would have had to jump through a lot of hoops to pursue licensure as a clinical therapist, um, which it's very important if you're seeing a counselor, you want to make sure that they're licensed. And um, so I kind of decided, well, I'm just going to start my own business and I'm going to work as a coach. And so it kind of came from my own like creativity and wanting to use my skills and my counseling skills in another way. And um, I know that there's a huge, sorry, I'm my voice. Um, I know that there's a huge need for people struggling with food and body image. And so I specifically work with people who do not meet criteria for an eating disorder. Cause what I've seen is that there are a lot of, um, treatment centers, a lot of therapists that do specialize in those clinical eating disorders, but that a large percentage of the population actually struggle with your more general, 
um, feeling insecure in their body, or, you know, maybe they, uh, get a little anxious whenever they go to a big dinner party and there's food everywhere, or maybe they're not quite sure how to navigate grocery stores. So I really try to work with people who fall more in that, that broader spectrum. And I leave, I want to make sure that the therapists, the clinical therapists are still handling all the eating disorders. Yeah. So how did you, like in the beginning, how did you get into the, like, I I kind of see you as almost in like that body love and positivity space where you want people to just like love who they are and be comfortable Mm -hmm. and like healthy, of course, but like loving who they are. So how did you get into that space in the beginning? Yeah, I think a lot of it comes from my own personal journey and my own story of, I grew up a dancer And so I grew up in a world where there was a lot of expectation and pressure about what my body was supposed to look like. But I also grew up as a very kind of like spiritual and grounded person that like I knew I was more than my body. Like I've just always known that. I've grown up knowing that appearances shouldn't matter. And I was taught that, you know, we're all taught that I think to an extent. And, um, I grew up knowing that like the best part about me was my spirit and my insides and my personality. And yet I was in this profession and I was in this world that placed so much emphasis on what I looked like and what was my weight and, um, oh, you need to lose weight. Oh, you need to tone your this or your, your kicks need to be higher. And there was so much emphasis on appearance. And so there, it was really my own, like kind of how do I make sense of that? And what do I do with that? How do I process that? How do I heal that? And so I did a lot of my own inner work. Um, I've seen a therapist for many years. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've done my own processing and then I decided to go back to grad school to study it. And so now I can help others. That's so great. And you're doing such a good job. I love watching your Instagram stories. Like guys, if you've, if you're not following Chelsea, you have to watch her Instagram story. She always has these like amazing lessons about all these like things related to this topic. And yeah, you just have to watch. Um, (laughs) that's, that's my, that's my promotion. Um, (laughs) Thanks Becky. (laughs) Um, let's talk about, so you, I, I asked you, you know, what is it like that you want to talk about on this episode? And you listed all these amazing things, but something that really stood out to me because I don't totally know exactly what this means is this body neutrality versus body positivity. So can you talk about that? Yes, I can. Um, before we dive into that, will I get to share, you want to know about my business? Will I get to share how awesome you were in helping me with my (laughs) business? Is that a question later? Because I want to make sure. I want to put a plug out there for, so when I started my business, one of the first things I did was hire a coach. And I actually had one coach before Becky. I had a like branding and strategy coach and her name's Blair Badenhop. And then I had Becky who was my social media coach. And I just want to say like that was critical in getting my feet on the ground. So Um, you know, hire Becky or hire somebody else, whether it's a coach, a therapist, like we all need support and social media was not my specialty. Um, food and body image is my specialty. So like find people who know what they're doing and learn from them. It's important. 
Oh my gosh. I love you. I totally, you're so right though. Definitely find people that are, that have expertise in whatever you need help with and then work with those people. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So body neutrality, body positivity. Um, I want to like first make it known that I am not, uh, one is not better than the other. I do have a bias and a lean towards body neutrality. Like my business, um, operates from a body neutral standpoint and I am all for the body positive movement. Um, that is wonderful. So if you think about like an electrical charge or a battery, there's a negative side and a positive side. And so a lot of what's been going on in media and marketing regarding body and food and shame and all of that, I think of as like a negative charge, right? So we've got fat is bad and you're never good enough and you need to try harder and there's a lot of fear. And I feel like that's a bunch of negative charge out in the world. And then body positivity is kind of the counter to that. It is the positive charge that is trying to either reverse or undo a lot of the negative messages we've been getting over the years. So the body positive movement is where you're going to find people who are like, fat is good. Like embrace, like fat bodies are good bodies. And, um, you know, like love yourself, uh, curves are beautiful. It's a lot of positive messaging about bodies to kind of counterbalance the negative messages that are out there about bodies. Again, very important that that's there. I love it. I follow a lot of body positive accounts. Um, and I'm glad that that exists. And what I have found to be most helpful and transformative is a body neutral approach in which we're not labeling, we just kind of stop labeling things altogether. We don't need to say whether fat is good or bad. Um, Body neutral is grounded in a lot of mindfulness where acceptance is one of the key tenets. So fat is just fat. It is what it is. Um, our bodies are just bodies. We don't have to wake up every day and say, I either hate my body or I love my body. We can just say, I have my body. I embrace it for what it is right here, right now. Um, so it's changing. A lot of it is language, just changing word choices. And then a lot of it is a more deep, it can also go deeper in that we are becoming less attached to our bodies. So instead of spending all day trying to love your body. Instead, why don't we just stop thinking about our bodies altogether and go live your life? Like go pursue your passions, go chase your dreams. And um, it's taking the emphasis off of your body. And in my perspective, it's placing more emphasis on cultivating your spirit and some of those deeper qualities Um, and not that you can't, you can do both. Like you can be body positive and also place emphasis on your spirit. Um, but I just think that a lot of what's happening right now is that so many people are kind of rebelling against the negative that we've created this like rebellious momentum, this movement of body positivity, body positivity. And I'm kind of over here saying, yes, and like you are more than your body. Mm -hmm. You have 
like beautiful thoughts and dreams and visions and passions. And I want to help you tap into that. And so, yes, we are like in my coaching, we do, we definitely talk about our bodies. We definitely talk about our relationships with food and we try to get them so that they are no longer charged, no longer either very negative or very positive. We just get to a place of acceptance, gratitude and appreciation for what is, and then we move forward. So my program kind of follows a mind, body, spirit model in that the third month that we work together, we really are focusing on those deeper inner qualities and taking the focus off of appearances altogether. I love that. And this reminds me like what you were talking about with like our soul and our soul is like, there's so much inside of us that why do we put so much emphasis on our bodies? I was talking to a previous coach of mine and we got into this conversation and she was like, you know, sometimes I wish that we were just souls floating around because like our bodies just like, they're just here. They're just making, they're making us tired. They're making us like have to sleep. Like they're making us eat. Like what if we were just souls and we could just like work 20, like, and do whatever we want all the time. Oh my gosh. That's the most beautiful image. Like I just imagine these beautiful, like spirits of light bouncing around on the earth. Like how beautiful would that be? I know. And I mean like our bodies are great and that really would be so beautiful. Yes, exactly. And I don't want to make it seem like, yes, I agree. Our bodies are great. And so, yes, I acknowledge that we have a body and I want us to be grateful for what we have. I'm not trying to like disassociate from my body by any means. I don't want to bypass my body. Um, but I think like I personally know my greatest healing has come from when I'm not looking in the mirror, offering myself affirmations like, oh, my tummy, I love my tummy. I love my tummy. Like staring at my tummy all day saying, I love it. Like my greatest healing has come from when I'm like out living and connecting with other humans on a level that goes beyond appearance and goes beyond form. And yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think that, um, another thing that I want to touch on that you had mentioned, and I think that it, it, works it comes into play in this conversation is the concept of like the quote like the non-diet um because I think and I think that a lot of people are getting on this like on this quote-unquote train now because diet culture has like totally fucked us up (laughs) but I would love to talk about that for a minute (laughs) yeah yeah so that goes yes it's similar um I also so I operate from a non-diet standpoint um health at every size non-diet so um do you have a question about it specifically? Just basically I... like, you know, how, be, I think that people think that to be able to be healthy, they have to, like, not all people, but some people, they have to be on a diet and that's so not the case. And it's so, and it can be so detrimental. Like some people do work well on a diet structure, but like for the most part, it like blows up in your face. So yes. just kind of that topic, that conversation of like, you can still be healthy and not have to be on a diet. Yes. I think one of the, a big mm, challenge I see with the general public is that we've lost trust in our bodies. We have begun to trust the media. We trust doctors, many of who I am all for Western medicine and Doctors get very little training in eating disorders. Doctors are some of oftentimes the first people who look at your weight and say, you're unhealthy because of your BMI or you're unhealthy because you weigh X, Y, and Z before they've taken a blood test. 
you know, before they've seen what is actually happening inside of your body. And so I think we get all of these messages from people that we trust, either it's our parents, our doctors, our school teachers, our dance teachers, all of the messages from outside of ourselves that are telling us what health looks like and, oh, you should have you know, five vegetables a day, or you should weigh this amount. And we just begin to internalize that as truth. And, and we, over time, we stop trusting ourselves and we stop trusting our bodies. And so a non-diet standpoint operates from this belief that like you are, you are the most wise, brilliant person, um, about your body. You know your body better than I do. And if you trust your body to tell you how much to eat, when to eat, what types of food is it craving, um, what are you in the mood for, that ultimately um, that, that's the, that is healthy. And we can take information from outside of ourselves when we need it, especially if you have like an allergy or if you have celiac disease and you're intolerant to gluten or you're intolerant to dairy, then that's when a health professional is very helpful. And you can say, you know, they know, okay, in order for you to get all your nutrients, you need to do X, Y, or Z, or you need to follow this sort of, um, you know, diet per se. Um, but when it just comes to like day-to-day -day living, that like we've got a, uh, part of what I do is I help my clients get, back in touch with their bodies so that they can learn to trust themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's so and I think that's a lot of what the diet, non-diet world is, is learning how to trust your body and trusting that your body um, knows what's best. Yeah. I totally agree with that. So I'd love to know like what kind of like shifting gears a little bit, mm -hmm. what has been your favorite part about having a platform to be able to spread this message and like to be able to support other women? Okay. Um, my favorite part. Oh my gosh. Such a great question. I had no idea that I would like having a platform. And this kind of comes back to like my work with you of when I started with you, I was very insecure showing up on social media. I didn't, one, I didn't know how to use it. And two, I had this fear that I would become like addicted to my phone or that I would be, oh, if I'm going to have a, if I'm going to have a presence, that means I'm going to have to like be on my phone all the time, or I'm going to have to be creating content all the time. And so I think one of my favorite things has just been realizing um, it's been such a pleasant surprise of how authentically I enjoy communicating with my audience. It doesn't feel like a strategy, you know, it doesn't feel like I'm um, having to spend all the time on my phone like with hashtags and all these things, it's like, I get a place to talk about a topic that I'm really passionate about. And, um, people, you know, comment and ask questions. And it's just been a really pleasant surprise to be able to connect with a greater number of people than I'd be able to connect with, um, just sitting from my house, you know, emailing people about, can I come speak at your blah, blah, blah. And that's fun too. Um, but social media, it's just really been nice to have a platform to reach more people. Yeah. 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 I love that. I totally agree. It's a, I think it's so much fun. I'm like sending people messages all the time. I'm like, let's connect. And they're like, Hey, and I'm like, tell yeah. me everything. I want to know. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> yes. 
yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really beautiful to get to just, yeah, connect with so many different people and talk about every time I talk about this topic, I realize more and more how much I love talking about it. Yeah. That's so special. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So I end every podcast um, with this question because I want to, I want all these, all, all of you guests to inspire other people to go after their dreams, just like you have. So if someone is thinking about starting their own business or maybe they have, but they're not really like really diving into it. Um, what would you want to tell them? Oh my gosh. I just got chills because nobody's ever asked me this before, but I want to tell this to everyone that like, whether it's starting your own business or not, I would say if you don't have a call, if you don't feel a calling on your heart to start your own business, don't because it's a lot of work. And, um, if you do not feel excited by that idea, then go find a job that you feel excited about. But I think that is what I want to tell people is that you have one life to live. You why not spend it doing something that makes your heart light up every single day? And that is possible. That is available to you. And if you, if what is on your heart is to start your own business, um, I would say start now, start right now. Um, because it takes time. It takes time to build. It takes time to grow. So if at any point in your life, you think you want to have a business start now, even if that just means um, networking with someone, even if that just means you start watching YouTube videos on like how to build a website or how to get your domain URL, like one small thing that you could do today. Um, because I definitely underestimated how much goes into starting a business. And I thought like, okay, I want to have a business up and running by hypothetically like September. Okay. In maybe like July, I'll start making it happen. It's like, no, I didn't realize how much there is to just like learn. So I would encourage people one, make sure you're doing something that makes you happy every day. Like whatever work is for you. I hope you enjoy it. And two, start now. Yes. That's, that's really great advice. Um, before we end this episode, is there anything else that you would like to share, say, if not, that's fine. But if there is, I'm really grateful to be on here. Um, <laughs> I'm glad, like, I really, I truly love Becky and I, <laughs> I seriously, I, I would only like to be interviewed on podcasts where I feel really, um, in alignment and in support of the person that I'm talking with. And so it just feels like really exciting to be able to do this with you. Like we've come full circle and, um, whoever's listening out there, you are more than your body. You are a spirit. You are a beautiful beacon of light. And I would love to help you get connected with that part of yourself. If you feel a little distant from it. Beautiful. I love that. And I will put Chelsea's contact information in the show notes so y'all can connect with her. And yeah, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Chelsea. Thank you, Becky. Okay. I hope that you loved this week's episode. I hope that you took something away from it. Um, if you want to connect with Chelsea, I will share her links in the show notes that you can check her out. Um, 
Please, if you love this episode, share this on your Instagram story. Tag myself. Tag Chelsea. Let us know that you enjoyed it. Give the If She Did It podcast a review if you're loving it. Give us a subscribe because the more of you that subscribe, the more of you that give reviews and love what you're listening to, the more ears that we can get into and the more lives we can change. So, yes, I hope you loved it. I hope that you do those things and I will see you next time on the If She Did It podcast.